0: Welcome to another episode of the Valero Verdict podcast. I am your host, Ricky Valero. On today's episode, I'm going to be continuing on with my Women Appreciation Month series. Throughout the month of December, I will be sharing interviews with women in different walks of life. Today, I have a special guest. She's an actress. She's also a fellow member of the Rizzle platform, um, Francesca Paula. We talked about her Home for Veterans charity organization. We talked about her acting and we talked about her career as a collective whole. I hope you enjoy this interview. <laughs> today, I'm interviewing actress uh, and a good friend of mine, Francesca DiPaola. Uh, how are you today?
1: I'm doing amazing. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. First off, I want to thank you for taking the time to do this interview with me and being a part of my Women Appreciation Month series for the month of December.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. This is very cool.
0: Um, So my first question is an easy one. Um, Who is Francesca? Where were you born, raised, and stuff like that?
1: So I'm from Jersey. Um, You know, a Jersey Italian. Like, I'm very stereotypical. (laughs) If you ever watched Jersey Shore, like, that was my family, literally. So stereotype is Very true. And then I moved to the city. I studied acting at Marymount. Um, So I I do love acting. And then as I got older, and I like kind of found my way through acting, I still I still do a lot of acting stuff whenever I can. But I really got more into hosting stuff. So I was doing a lot of like, kind of I did like a backstage thing at New York Fashion Week. I had a show uh, called Crazy Cab Stories that I really liked. I was interviewing like cab drivers and people on the street about issues with like Uber when Uber came out cause I'm old. And I don't know if you remember when Uber came out. So, um, that was kind of fun. I was like, I think I really like hosting stuff. Um, and so, yeah, I was doing that for a while. And, um, now I have a charity for veterans called homes for veterans. So I've been doing that during the pandemic cause I got furloughed from my regular job. Like I have a, you know, regular survival job and I, I really love doing that. And then, um, Meanwhile, while I was doing the charity thing this summer, I kind of discovered Rizzle and I combined that with my hosting stuff and I kind of started my own show called Free Think on Rizzle and there was just so much going on. I didn't want the show to be like super specific on one kind of topic. I just wanted it to be all social topics because I thought that would be interesting. I mean, anybody can do like, you know, politics or you know, social issues. So I do all kinds of stuff, like really interesting topics, controversial um, topics. For sure. So yeah, and that's, that's how we met.
0: So the first question or the next question I have for you then is, is in some of your videos, you're kind of outspoken about certain issues, which is fine. Like, I, I feel like obviously we, freedom of speech, but what kind of makes you go down that path? And and I do notice it it doesn't matter what side, which is, it's, you're just a matter of fact. And and what kind of made you want to dive kind of into the controversial side of things?
1: Um, Well, I think the keyword there is fact. I get real frustrated when I see things and it's not based in fact and data. So I try to base things in as much fact and as, as many facts as I could find and I, I pull up a lot of websites and I really try to use data that I can find online and I try to be as fair as possible. Um, you can look up anything that I'm talking about and you can find, you know, where I found it. So a lot of things that I'm saying, I really don't put my opinion in that much. Once in a while, I'm, I might throw my opinion in at the end, but I really, really try to keep it in fact because so much stuff online now is just hearsay somebody will say something, it will be a complete lie. And then the internet will back up the lie based on their view. And that was really frustrating. So like Twitter, for example, you know, will back up a lie and then there's so many things getting retracted. And then the retract, the retracted statement won't get any media attention. So that was so frustrating to me. So I feel like Rizzle's perfect. It's like one minute I could put all the data in there. I can get the point across. I could throw up a bunch of like titles and information. And that's like, people have short attention spans. They're not going to go and make sure that this is true. They're not going to read the whole article. If somebody retracts a statement, they're not going to go see if this was like changed a month later. So I'm trying to be really fair.
0: That makes sense for me. Like One of the biggest problems I have nowadays is when people get their news from social media, right? You know what I mean? Like you'll hear something, you'll be around yeah. people. Like, did you see this? I'm like, yes, but did you read the article? Like right. the, headline, the headline, the headline's everything. And that's, I understand that's part of journalism, right? Journalism right. is to have that catchy, crazy headline so people can click the article. But sometimes in this day, people, like you said, short attention span, they see the tweet, oh man, that's crazy. Send a text message and then scroll to the next tweet. Like they don't even really look into the article. So yeah, social media is very deceiving, as is. Right? You know what I mean. And we have a yes. problem with people wanting to do their research. And I understand that. But you said something to me off the air that made a lot of sense. It's okay not to have an opinion, right? Yes. For me, like, that's one thing that I think a lot of individuals have kind of gotten away from. Like, I was raised where, uh, in a family where you were taught to vote. And if you don't vote, you can't complain, right? You know what I mean? So it's like, right? that's, that's my first question whenever I have a conversation with somebody. It's like, hey, all right, I'll talk politics with you or whatever and stuff like that's fine. But did you vote?
1: Mm-hmm. And if they
0: say no, I'm like, conversation's over. You know what I mean? And I understand the old adage, my vote doesn't matter. It's only one vote. And that's like, I don't believe that. You know what I mean? no. Like, Our voice matters, but how we use our voice is something um, that is important, right?
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, social media plays a huge role in this, right? So we all have a phone now, and we all think that we are the greatest person. Everybody's really narcissistic now. Everyone thinks their opinion is the greatest opinion in the world. And everyone thinks they have to say something. And that can become dangerous, because it's like, just because you have a platform doesn't mean you should just use it willy nilly. You don't have to have an opinion on every single thing that happens. And no one should be telling you that. So if you really love animals, and that's your thing, like you can stick to animals, you don't have to have an opinion on Black Lives Matter. And that's what I was saying to you, you know, prior to the recording, the phrase, white silence is violence is dangerous because if you're a 12-year-old, you have no idea about anything about life yet, okay? You have never worked, you have never paid taxes, you don't, you've don't, never been in a job environment. Like, you might have never even, like, come into contact with a black person. Like, if that's, if you live in a, in a community that's mostly white people, like, let's be real. I know, like, that's a controversial statement, but it could be true. So white silence is violence. That's, like, a crazy thing that's going on right now and um that's just it's it's forcing people to do something that they might be uncomfortable with and then they're go- then all these riots are happening right like do we see right. the results so it's dangerous like you don't have to have an opinion on every single thing you don't have to have an opinion on the election like you don't have to have an opinion on religion if you weren't raised religious like right. you know it's, it's crazy like just because you're on social media and other people having an opinion like if you love fashion, you could just do fashion and no one should tell you like, well, you need to use your platform. Like you might be viral on TikTok for fashion. So you don't have to have an opinion on Black Lives Matter just because you're a fashion person. Like, no, don't let anyone tell you what to do, including me. Like, you know what I mean?
0: (laughs) Exactly. So yeah. And that's the thing. Like whenever I was, I always have a problem with uh, religion and politics. Obviously that's the big one, right? You know what I mean? Everybody has to force upon their opinion about these right. things to you. I, I think you believe whatever you want to believe, but we should have civil conversations about it, right? It's all about the willingness to learn and not anybody's willing to learn. People are just listening to talk and that, and that's the biggest problem. Um, There's one thing you touched on a little bit, but I I would love to know more about it. This Homes for Veteran thing. Explain the idea behind it, the thought process, what it does, and stuff like that for us.
1: Uh, So my dad founded the charity almost 10 years ago. And basically, the VA, the veterans, the VA is what the veterans use to get their, like, benefits and stuff like that. If you don't know what the VA, it does. Um, And the VA is great. So they do a lot, they do what they can, but they can't do everything. So we kind of fill in the cracks for the VA. If a veteran is having trouble getting a ramp, if they have trouble getting a roll in shower, anything that creates a barrier-free environment for disabled veterans, we can go in and fund that project. And um, it really makes a big difference in the lives of these men and women who served you know, for our freedom. And um, I, I can't tell you like these little things that you take for granted, you know, just like being able to shower and not worry about falling down, like stepping into your tub to shower. A lot of these um, men and women, they can't even step into their shower. So we'll take the tub out and we'll do the roll in shower. And it's a a big, huge impact.
0: I love that. Uh, I said this to you when we were talking about it off the air, I said that we don't do enough for our veterans. I, I, I don't, I don't believe that we do. No president has, they could have raised the stakes for them. But for me, I, I'll never understand why we have veterans that are homeless, right? That doesn't make any sense to me. I'm not saying some of them might not have made the, the correct choices after they got back, but they're not exactly taught how to make the correct choices whenever they are. Co- they do come back. You know what I mean? Like simple living life. I feel the same way about our school system right now. I feel like our school system is so broken about teaching our kids how to balance a checkbook, how to live life, getting jobs, filling out job applications during school. You know what I mean? Stuff like that is they're not, and I feel the same way about our veterans. They come back and it's just like, all right, you're back.
1: Yeah. And they don't, they, a lot of times veterans will not ask for help. So that's a big thing. Like they're so, uh, there's a lot of things and I'm not a veteran. I'm still learning a lot and I want to be, advocate for veterans and I've been saying this so um uh if I can advocate I want to just say that right now everyone's watching if I can be an advocate in any way shape or form like please let me know like I'm trying to get involved as much as I can um separate from the charity number one but number two veterans usually don't ask for help so like they have their own little communities where they kind of know each other and work together and that's huge so they like kind of work together but if you see military or any kind of way that you can reach out and offer help that's like the best thing you can do for our military because they're such independent guys you know yeah. they like been out war they're like in combat and they're like i don't need help you know sure. what i mean so Absolutely. a lot of times that they won't ask um and especially women i learned so much about veterans i had no idea so there's PTSD, which we all know, you know, it's common PTSD, but women deal with, um, MST, which is military sexual trauma. And not only do they have PTSD, but a lot of them have MST. And so that's crazy to me. Um, and I just like, I literally can cry talking about it because they sign up to go fight for our freedom. They're not drafted. Like back in the day, the guys, first of all, they were drafted, which was crazy. But like these women, they go, they sign up, they're standing between us and danger. The only reason that me and you can have this conversation right now safely is because they're out there fighting for us. Thank God I don't have to be there, right? Because we would be so screwed. Um, so I'm so grateful. And then they have to come back. They have all this trauma, PTSD, MST. All we can do is like ask what they need. And the simplest thing, like they, th- they just need like the tiniest little thing, and they're so grateful. And I'm like, oh my God, please, I will literally. That is nothing. So always offer if you want like you know if you're looking for some way to help oh my god just offer because they're not gonna um ask absolutely sorry that uh, was like a rant
0: no you're fine you're fine so i got a couple <laughs> quick fire questions here for you before we go um these are some some fun ones some interesting ones but my first one to you is describe francesca in one word Chaotic. Hey, Something you've learned throughout this quarantine.
1: Um, can it be more than one word? Yeah. This,
0: yeah. This one's more oh. than one word now. <laughs> I'm
1: like, I don't know. No. Um, oh my God. Um, appreciate, like appreciate, don't take anything for granted and also live every single day I know it's so cliche but live every single day like it's the absolute last day and take that literally
0: I like that last question for you this is a fun one what is your favorite Taylor Swift song
1: um mean
0: I like it (laughs) it. where can everybody find you on social media
1: um, all of my things are the same, Cheska DePala. And I added an H in there. So it's C-H-E-S-C-A Dipala. That's my Instagram, that's my Twitter, and that's my Facebook. And oh, but my Rizzle is actually different. So my Rizzle is at my favorite commentator.
0: Yeah, I love that. Whenever I saw I was like, yeah. wait a minute, how do I find oh there's yeah. my favorite commentator
1: at my I'm favorite like... commentator is my Rizzle, and that's the one you want to follow. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Thank you for your time today.